From the opening frames of her new movie, Canadian adventure filmmaker Heather Mosher lets viewers know exactly what they're in for. We decided to drive thousands of miles to climb a pitch called Blood on the Crack. Oh dear, I guess we're uh, getting what we asked and for. here we are. <laughs> Blood on the Crack. Blood on the Crack. It's gonna get worse. Oh boy. World-class rock climber Kevin Jorgensen mugs at the camera and chuckles while his partner, Jacob Cook, holds up a bloody finger. This particular pitch on the Tom Egan Memorial Route in the Bugaboos of British Columbia was first climbed by Will Stanhope and Matt Siegel back in 2015. Blood on the Crack is a pencil-thin fissure on a sheer vertical slab of granite. It's the perfect project for any aspiring rock climber or an adventure filmmaker. I first met Heather Mosier seven years ago when she was a volunteer at the Banff Mountain Film Festival in Alberta, Canada. A few weeks ago, she sent me a link to watch her latest film, a nine-minute short she calls Blood on the Crack. Let's just say I loved it. So I got her on the phone to ask her a few questions about her life and career in filmmaking. So going to the Banff Mountain Film Festival in 2012 was kind of, it was a bit of a spark even though I didn't know it at the time. I'd just come back from Teachers College in New Zealand and didn't really know what I was doing with my life, but I went to Banff and I was like, I want to make a film. I had a lot of ideas about things I wanted to do, hence like being a teacher. And kind of slowly over time, I already knew I wanted to be a photographer. I started working in the photography industry in Vancouver. And then as I moved out of that full-time job, the thing that sparked like the filmmaking direction was me going to Banff and being like, I want to make an adventure documentary. So I met up with some local filmmakers and said, teach me about sound and they said, sure, come on over to our studio and we'll like show you our microphones. And they taught me basically how to edit. And that's what's taken me to where I am now. Heather Mosier is a rising young creative in a new generation of adventure filmmakers. Taking her passion for storytelling and life in the outdoors, she's producing compelling movies that are worth watching and definitely worth talking about. I'm James Edward Mills, and you're listening to The Joy Trip Project. Since his incredible ascent of El Capitan in Yosemite with Tommy Caldwell and the release of the documentary film The Dawn Wall, Kevin Jorgensen is arguably one of the most sought-after rock climbers in the world. So in my conversation with Heather Mosier, the first thing I wanted to know is, how did a young producer get to follow him all the way to the Bugaboos? 
or film project? That's a really good question. Nobody's actually asked me that yet. I think it was just like everything else in this job, like one thing kind of led to the next. And I've been talking to um, the other climber in that film, Jacob Cook, had just moved to Squamish the year that I was training for my rock guide program. And so I met him in the smoke bluff in like February when there weren't a lot of other people out and started, I don't know, I think he started working at the climbing gym and we talked about some footage that he had from a trip and he's sponsored by Rad. He's from the UK and had just moved to Squamish. And it was actually Jacob's vision that kind of made that happen with my involvement anyways, because I saw him at a party that summer and asked him what he was up to. And he's like, with his characteristic enthusiasm, he said, I'm going to go to the bug and I'm going to try this, uh, rock climb uh, with Kevin Jorgensen, uh, like the one that Will did, and uh, you should come make a film about it. So before this trip, I knew very little about Kevin. I knew that he'd climbed the Dawn Wall. I was just worried about being able to keep up. Basically, we met through Instagram. <laughs> I posted a picture of this route, and he comments, he's like, oh, I was gonna go up there this season too, like, we should team up. I was like, yeah. Okay, okay, I mean, Let's talk about let's talk about what this would look like. And Jacob put me in touch with Kevin, and Kevin put me in touch with a friend of his who he was bringing along to take some photos um, and do a bit of filming. And that's Corey, who's kind of my collaborator on this project. And I kind of came as the filmmaker, and Corey was mostly the photographer, but he does some excellent film work as well. And I just thought this seems like a really good opportunity to, I don't know, follow follow a story that could be something quite big. And I thought it would be cool to meet Kevin, and I love being in the Bugaboo. So, I don't know, Jacob kind of threw it out there, and I worked through and figured out who was coming and, and jumped on board. I didn't know what I was getting him for. I didn't, I didn't really know what was going to come out of all of it. So here it is. This is what I love most about this film. From the moment of its inception, right up to its production, Blood in the Crack came about because the climbers and the filmmakers just put it out there to see what would happen. I can't tell you how many times young adventurers have asked me personally, how do I get into this business? Sometimes, you just have to ask. Exactly, and that's something that everybody can do. Like, everybody needs a climbing partner in film. I found everybody needs a collaborator. And if you kind of, like, look upwards, see who's doing the stuff that you want to be doing and ask them, hey, can I, do you need some help? Can I come? Can I be a part of your team? Most people are more open to it than you think. And I did, I love that part. Come on. Yeah, come on. Oh! Woo! <laughs> I think in life, if you don't ask people things, then they don't happen. It's the same with like asking for jobs and stuff. Oh, that was so fun. I'm definitely really, really keen to come back and have a go at it next year. Moser really took it upon herself to get out there and do the job of adventure filmmaking. She put in the time and the effort to hone her skills and start dreaming up projects she could be proud of. But in an effort of production and editing that took almost two years, Blood on the Crack didn't exactly make itself. It was pretty tough after that because we filmed it, it was two summers ago, and then I came back and I kind of spent, the winter's usually quieter for me, not this winter, the last winter was, and I thought, okay, I'll go through, I'll like figure out 
what the story is and how to put this together. But even though I do this professionally, I still forgot how hard it is to make a film. I think a lot of people forget. They get really excited about filming and they get home and they go, oh, there's a lot in here and I don't really know how to piece it all together. Um, so I, I had it all organized. I, you know, pulled the in- interviews out. I had everything kind of ready to go in the winter and then started picking up more paying work again. And it was this summer, actually. I'm working on a, a different project and didn't have the hard drive that I needed like one week in ooh, July. And I just had kind of booked this time off to work on this one specific project. It wasn't ready for me. I thought, oh, I'm like sitting down ready to edit. Why don't I open up Blood on the Crack and see if I can finish that off? The submission deadline for BAMP, so there's the BAMP connection again, is like August 1st. And there's nothing like a deadline to make you hustle. It wasn't ready for them. They gave me an extension. And ultimately, I think the film wasn't quite ready. It wasn't accepted to BAMP this year, but... And that was okay because knowing that I needed to get it done for August 1st meant that it happened. And that was kind of the impetus that I needed to sit down, put the edit together. I had a pretty good idea of what I had there and what I wanted to do with it. It just takes so long to like make these little scenes and massage it together and figure out what you're trying to say and then, you know, tighten it all up so that it's a nice digestible package. Now that it's done and ready for the world to see, I was curious to know something that might be pretty obvious, but I really wanted to know. Is she happy with the final product? Yeah, I'm, I am. I'm really, I'm really glad I did it. I thought it would be really a shame to put in the work of going and filming all that. And I just wanted to say, like, here's something. Look at what I can do and then put it out in the world and kind of see what happens. So when I got it finished, I'm, I finished in August and was kind of like, oh man, I can't look at it for a while. And then I went through the process of getting it professionally sound mixed with sound design. And by the time that was done, that's when I shared the link to saying, hey, I did this really cool project and it's going to some film festivals. Like, there's a really satisfying feeling um, having it be like finished professionally. And I got somebody to do a little animation for it. And I think those things really you know, elevated the quality of the works. It's more of a, a film now. And then where to next, it premiered at the Ottawa Adventure Film Festival, which is really cool. It went to the Pakistan International Mountain Film Festival in December uh, a couple weeks ago, which is also really neat. And now I'm submitting it for a few festivals in the uh, spring and hoping that, uh, yeah, it'll be picked up on some kind of a distribution platform. After this film... Mosher looks forward to completing a few other projects she's working on now. I got two grants last winter, so the winter's typically a slower time, and I sat down and I also applied for a bunch of grants just thinking, I want to direct my own film, which it turns out is the kind of time where people want to give you emerging filmmaker grants. So I, I applied for three and got two of them, and I'm working on those projects now. One is a short about how social media is changing mountain culture and the sea to sky where I live on the West Coast which is kind of the region between Vancouver and Whistler. And that's funded by a grant from the Vancouver International Mountain Film Festival, and that'll come out in February, and that's a short film. And the really big one that I'm working on, I got a grant from the CBC, and me and a small team spent the summer following a mountain guide on Vancouver Island who has been running uh, outdoor adventure programs for men transitioning out of homelessness. So he did a rock climbing day, which is the thing that I heard about first and thought, oh, this could be a cool story. And then kind of with our involvement, it got beefed up to be several hiking days and then four days with a group of four guys on the Juan de Fuca Trail. So we did a backpacking trip with them in September. 
kind of explored the themes of homelessness, what does home mean, belonging, compassion, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of big, hopefully big, big ideas in that film. And that's, that's one of the biggest things I'm working on right now. Lately, it seems that there are no shortage of adventure film projects, but that doesn't mean that producers should stop producing. And Moser says she's constantly looking for new ways to challenge her interests and her talents. So what are her big career goals? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I'm trying to dream big and accept failure. I think those are my two big career goals. So when I say, like, I want to make an Oscar-nominated feature documentary, like, I don't know if that'll happen or not, but I know if that's my goal, it'll start pushing me in that direction. I don't know. I kind of need to finish these, and then I want to figure out something that I can sink my teeth into that's a longer-form project. And I'd like to do some work that's a bit more, like, artistic. There are several female filmmakers who I follow and really admire who do some really artistic stuff, either with, like, words and poetry or different kinds of shots and interesting cinematography. So I want to be more artsy and I want to dream big. The film, Blood on the Crack, featuring Kevin Jorgensen and Jacob Cook, is making its way around the worldwide adventure film festival circuit, so watch for it in programs and playlists in the coming months. You can learn more about Heather Mosier on her website at heathermosier.ca. For the Joy Chip Project, this is James Edward Mills. Our theme music is provided by Jake Shimobukuro. Additional sounds in this week's episode were inspired by selections from Blood on the Crack. Each was provided by Artlist. The Joy Chip Project is made possible thanks to the support and partnership of Film Festival Flix. Check out the selection of action movies on the Vertical Life or Mountain and Adventure channels at filmfestivalflix.com. Thanks for listening. But as always, I want to hear from you. So please, drop me a note with your questions, comments, and criticisms to info at joychipproject.com. Or better yet, subscribe to the feed on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever most fine podcast platforms can be found. There you can leave a message or write a review. But most of all, don't forget to tell your friends. Now, go be joyful. And until next time, take care.